You're listening to MLG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christians from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about prayer again. But then today there's a fire in my in my belly. It's there's a fire on me to talk about prayer, not just as a thing you do in the morning, in the evening, but prayer as a lifestyle. Prayer as a lifestyle. Bible says men always ought to pray and not faint. Men always ought to pray and not faint. Right? Always ought to pray. That's Luke 18, verse 1. They always ought, they should always pray. Right? Then there are other texts of scripture that tell you, I think Paul will say, like praying always with all supplication. Look at Ephesians 6 verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. So he says, praying always. Always. There is an always. Look at Colossians 1 verse 3. We give thanks to God and the Father of Lord Jesus Christ. Praying always for you. Right? We are instructed to pray always. Prayer is fellowship. Prayer is communion. Prayer is intimacy with God. Prayer is how you make power available. Prayer is how you download revelation. We've said a lot of these things. But one thing that we have not said is this. Many times a believer has a habit of, or lifestyle of praying once in a while. Praying once a week. Praying once a month. Some even pray once a year when they go for Christmas, Carol or whatever. But even those who pray every day, we have this mentality of we just pray in the morning and then we go about our day forget about god forget about everything and then we come back sleep repeat the next day but that's not what the bible says it says praying always in other words prayer should be a lifestyle it should be a lifestyle because in prayer there's communion there's fellowship there's a connection between you and the lord you understand in prayer there's so much i want to read a quote from one of my favorite men of God in all history of all time. His name is Smith Wigglesworth. It says here, I'm looking at an article, it says here some people ask Smith Wigglesworth, a great apostle of faith in the first half of the 20th century and about prayer. They said, Smith Wigglesworth you're a man of faith and miracles. You've raised people from the dead. You've cast out more demons than we've had hot dinners. Tell us how long do you pray every day? Now, let me give you a backlog of Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth is said to have raised about 19, at least 19 to 20 something people from the dead. That's the verified account too. There are many other accounts that people have not been verified, but the verified accounts is 19 to 20 something people from the dead. I think so, yeah. 17 to 19, should be about 19. And this guy, the kind of miracles, his stories are crazy. You should actually just go read it. There's a, this book, God's Generals by Robert Liadon. Right, if you want it, uh, you can message me and we'll look at how to get to you. But I suggest you go and buy it by yourself. Buy it for yourself. Do you understand? But if you want a copy, an ebook, and all that, you can always message. We'll probably find a way to help you get one or something like that. But I am telling you, this guy's ministry was phenomenal. This guy, literally, in his meetings, 
people would come with cancer. There are people that have come with cancer and tumors. He would literally punch them, punch them, boom. They would fall on the ground. People say, hey, you've killed him, you've killed him. And they will always get up healed. This Mitsugod guy is the one who went, um, Kenneth Copeland told the story. Oh, that's proper Copeland told the story about one day how Wigglesworth attended a is it a is a funeral or a wake or something sir and he just a, a guest minister a guest a minister friend invited him to the place just invited him he was not even going to minister he just invited him the man walked into that place of course the everyone was sitting in one place and there was like this glass uh, section glass doors and then behind this was the coffin with the body that has is already lying there in states embalmed and everything if you've been to bear if you've seen a corpse you will understand what i'm saying bodies already hard embalmed and all that stuff just there and wiggles what walks into the place walks right to those double doors the glass doors opens them up and walks right in like the nice thing is this is someone's burial like i've been in a burial and seen how sober everybody's walks into that burial goes into the place jacks the corpse up have you ever seen how stiff a corpse is? He jacks the corpse, takes the corpse and stands it. That thing is like wood. Stands it against the wall. He said, <laughs> he now said, <laughs> told the guy, he said, walk. Right? Walk. Of course, the corpse just slid her down. Bah. He went again, grabbed it, put it against the wall. He said, walk in Jesus' name. <laughs> He slid her down. He said, in the name of, I command, as he was talking, this slid her down. He just grabbed it. He was so angry. He went and grabbed it. Put against the wall. He said, by God, I said, walk. Oh, my, that's how the guy does. <laughs> the guy just shook and woke up. <laughs> just came back. And that's how he, arm in arm with him, he escorted a, in quote, corpse out of <laughs> that place. Of course, I think everybody in the blur the world was scattered because that, that's just crazy. Can you imagine someone that you finish crying over everything and this guy walks out? That was Wiggles Worth. Mad man. Mad man. And when you see men like that who operated, function like that, you should always ask questions about them. What do you believe? What do you do? What are your routines? How is your lifestyle? You get there are questions you ask genuinely. It's not enough to just say, "Oh, I want to be like that man." No, what does the man do? What does the man do? So people came and asked this man, "said What is your prayer life like? What is your prayer life like?" And he said this. The apostle replied, "I don't ever pray any longer than twenty minutes." Eh? <laughs> and so a lot of people will be happy with that. Say, hey, 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 you see, you see. But here, what he said. So, so what his questions exclaimed? Ah, what are you saying? After pausing for effect, Smith Wigglesworth continued, Yes, but I never go 20 minutes without praying. Did you see that? What did he just say? He says, I don't pray for a longer than 20 minutes, but I don't go 20 minutes without praying. Do you understand what he's saying? He's saying that every 20 minutes I pray. So I pray 20 minutes in the I will pray, 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 pray. After I pray, I can stop 20 minutes, I go do something else. Then, uh, next 20 minutes, I resume again throughout the day. That was the man's perpetual lifestyle. So if you want to calculate how long this man was praying, that means every hour this guy was praying 40 minutes. That's what it means. Like, literally, they are looking at about 40. Yeah. If he prays, <laughs> if you want to do a calculation, that means, let's just say that half of the day he was praying 12 hours a day. That's just, that should just be a calculation. Maybe unless when he goes to sleep. So maybe, let's say 10, 
6 or whatever. At least a day he was prayed. He was prayed up the whole day. He now puts here, he says, your prayer life is not measured in minutes. Prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is a constant two-way communication with God. Prayer is essential to me. So, you are seeing that this is how this man lived his life. And this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about praying always. Praying consistently. We only know the one of praying one hour, two hours, three hours in blocks. And that's supposed to be the, you know, the major thing. And I think that's very important. You should do that every day. But after that, after that, your lifestyle is should not stop there. Your prayer life should not end there. There should be consistent fellowship. You know, one thing you should realize is as you go about your day, there's nothing that stops you from praying in the spirit. You can just be in a, you can be doing, you should learn. Learn to pray in the spirit despite what you're doing. If you are washing plates, it's an opportunity to pray in the spirit. Now you don't have to shout. You can just you cannot edify yourself, build yourself up. You know, you are in a cab going somewhere. Many times some of you are stuck in traffic, you are in the cab, you are in the bus for hours. You are in places for hours, and you just waste that time thinking of nonsense. It's time to edify yourself, to build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You just pray, just pray, just pray, just pray, just pray. You get that's one thing that I actually it, it was something I did well and I, I started doing again. You get I started doing again because I just realized, man, I'm missing out on this thing where you just pick up time every like during the day, just go around and just pray, just pray wherever you are, just pray. I'm telling you, if you can cultivate this habit or lifestyle, or maybe you want to do it the way he's doing it, you can set, a, set an alarm on your phone. And look, as a believer, if you will not challenge yourself to do these things, are you actually believing? Are you... Ah, is there a sense of urgency in your heart? Look, the point of it, if you can generate power throughout the day, you will be dangerous. Because many times when we look at children praying six hours straight, we're like, ah, no, I cannot do it to him. It's not feasible. Hmm. It's not this and that. But the truth is you can pray your one or two hours in the morning and throughout the day stay prayed up. You can pray at every opportunity. You're a class, you're a student and everything. You can pray throughout the class. You can pray throughout the class. Just pray on your breath and tongues. I'm telling you, if you can do that, you're on your way to class, you waste it. No, pray in the spirit. You're on your way to do something. Pray in the spirit. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, pray in the spirit as you are moving. As you are thinking, pray in this. Because you see something like praying. Praying in the spirit does not really require your mind. It comes from your spirit directly. So you can be praying and doing other things. That's the beauty of it. But there is no way that you pray in the spirit consistently and the power of the spirit will not overwhelm your mind. There's no way. After a while, you're... I'm telling you. Ah, no, no, Suto. Okay, in the name of Jesus. I, there are people... I, 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 there's what I feel on my body right now. These are some... I can't explain it. This is a better experience than said. But I don't know. If you're listening to me and you want... There's something I'm about to release on you. <laughs> if you can receive it. If you want to experience what I want to release on you, just, just, just set your heart to expect that. There's actually going to be like a fire that's going to come on you right now. And it's going to be like, there's going to be this drive. Like, it is a starting point. A drive to pray. A drive to just see God manifested wherever. Because we're talking about you going around healing the sick, raising the dead, all those things. If you're a person of prayer, boldness will never be lacking. 
you get. Wigglesworth was known for his boldness. Boldness will never be lacking. This is something I've done for years. I'm telling you, and when you constantly do it, there's a boldness that follows you everywhere. There's just a boldness. You see the sick, you want to lay hands on them. You see anything, you want to deal with it. There's a boldness that comes with it. In the name of Jesus, right now, I just speak over everyone who would want to receive it. I release fire on you. That fire is passion. Is this? So you will feel a heat literally on your body. It will be like something burning you from the inside out. Burning you. There's a burning. There's a burning. I release that upon you right now in the name of Jesus. The supernatural power of God works on you right now in the name of Jesus. There's a person that your hand is burning right now. Your hand is burning. Some people, your feet are burning. For someone, it's like your eyes are burning. I speak activations over you in the name of Jesus. I command you to be activated. The power of God in you is activated. The things of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit are activated in you in the name of Jesus. Some people, your eyes are being opened. Your inner eye is to see in the Spirit. For some people, it's visions and revelation, trances in the name of Jesus right now. There's a fire burning in people to pray, to pray, to pray, to pray. In the name of Jesus, to pray. If you can do this consistently, consistently, consistently. Every, look, let me tell you. But many of many times the reason why we have to always go and fast on fasting and prayer and all that is because we are not. Look, if you live a lifestyle of prayer and a lifestyle of fasting. Right? If you want to understand less of fasting, you can actually go read Papa Hagen's book on um, Common Sense Guide to Fasting. It says that he lives a fasted life. Lifestyle of prayer. If we live a lifestyle of prayer and fasting, you just realize you are always in a state where God can just work with you. No need to now start going on retreat. Retreat and unless God tells you to, but a lifestyle of prayer where you, you live, you pray in the morning before you left home, but then throughout the day you're praying in the spirit just 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 praying your breath praying in the spirit praying in the spirit and then sometimes during the day when you can when you actually can spare some time just take out some time put your head on your table or whatever and just pray in the spirit just pray in the spirit just pray just pray just pray just pray just pray just pray you understand walk so just pray don't waste your walks you just walk around a lot and you don't pray. Don't waste your walks. Don't waste all those things. Can't you see how you've been, you become carnal? You have to, you have to take, take your take your opportunities. You're in the Baba shop. Just pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray. In, if you need to talk to someone, talk to them. Then go back and pray in the spirit. Go back to pray in the spirit. You come back home, you're tired and everything. Just try and pray in the spirit for some 10, 15 minutes, 20 before you sleep. Stay prayed up. Stay prayed up. If you can do that, you realize. Ah, I prayed six hours today. I prayed three hours today. Rather than always waiting, now when will I pray three hours? When will I pray six hours? No. Think about it. If you pray, for example, there's one that you can do every one hour. Every one hour, you can pray 20 minutes. Or every 30 minutes, you can pray 10 minutes. You get. Maybe every 30 you set an alarm or you can, you can set timers on your phone. Every 30 minutes, I pray 10 minutes. For 10 minutes, you get and you stop and all that. But if you are a go-to person moving around a lot for me I, I, I don't even the time thing the time thing I think for some people it will, it will be better for them but for me it's just I just pray like all these Uber trips you take everywhere just, just pray just pray in the spirit pray in the spirit pray in the spirit pray in the spirit just pray pray always every time always and you realize the voice of God is clear to you you realize that you are more led by the spirit you realize see you realize you're just bold you realize prophetic words come more easily you realize so many other things that are happening to you I'm telling you I'm telling you I'm telling you that's what will be happening 
So this is just one thing that's on my heart. Because what he that is, of course, he had the blocks of time when he would pray for hours. He had those blocks of time. In fact, there was one where they said they said Wiggles was be the, said he would be the first to get to the place of prayer and he would be the last. When people are praying together, he will be the first to get to the place of prayer and he will be the last to leave. So the guy, if you praying stretch, the guy they pray. But when it came to his lifestyle, he would even after the stretch, he would still go and pray. You will see Jesus sometimes after a crusade, you think that the guy should go and sleep, you go and pray. Prayer is a life. If you can see it as a lifestyle and not an activity it will change your life i'm telling you if you can see prayer as a lifestyle something that you do is just the same way you talk all day all day you do things all day is the same way prayer is i'm telling you prayer is not something that should be isolated or limited to one one piece of you know one time day. that's that's good to have that but throughout the day stay connected stay connected stay connected stay connected stay 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 connected stay connected something will happen to you i'm telling you i want to give a challenge to people who do this for 30 days do this for 30 days and the, the goal of doing for 30 days is to build a lifestyle it's a challenge 30 days and that 30 days you're going to be praying throughout the day for some you can pick the challenge of every 30 minutes i'll pray 10 minutes or every one hour i'm going to pray 20 minutes and just do that just do that throughout the day throughout the day set your light uh, alarm set your timer right i want you to practice this don't just hear this and go about it because this is the problem many believers you hear these things but you don't convert it into what you do in your life and so it's just because one thing you hear that is a nice concept but you don't do no as you are hearing me with that phone pick your phone put it there set the timer set the alarm set this is what i'm going to do today for the next 30 days today is what the 30th of september 30 days of september okay good so that means tomorrow is the first so that means if we're doing today it will end on the 30th but the goal of it is to build a lifestyle pray pray through so imagine if you pray 10 minutes for 10 minutes every 30 minutes right that means in one hour you will have prayed 20 minutes in two hours you have prayed 40 minutes in three hours you have prayed one hour so every three hours you pray one hour right so imagine that every three hours you prayed one hour in a day let's just say you go to uh, work let's just say or whatever class whatever 8 a.m. close 4 p.m. That's what? 8 hours, right? Or let's say 9 hours, 4 or 5 p.m. In 9 hours, you'd have prayed 3 hours. Isn't that awesome? Aside from the 1 or 2 hours you prayed in the morning, in 9 hours, you'd have, the whole day, you'd have prayed 3 hours. If you do this, what I'm saying, you'd have prayed 3 hours. Easy. That means you'll be praying 4 hours a day. Easy. 4 hours a day, you'll be praying 4 hours a day. Easy. Easy peasy. Can you see that? This is how actually it's meant to be. Not the one that you... You are so dry for weeks and months. Then one day you now go to one meeting and pray hours. God, you see, if you are more consistent, it's better you are more consistent than this one I'm telling you about than to be looking for all those block times to pray. It. Of course, you should have those times once in a while, maybe once a month. But every day, stay prayed up. Then you know you can go mad and start increasing your time from from twenty minutes an hour to thirty minutes an hour. So every thirty minutes you pray in tongues. Pray, 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 pray. Stop. Pray. Stop. stop. Pray, stop, pray, stop, pray, stop, pray, stop. It will be like a locomotive taking off. Pray, stop, pray. I'm telling you, you just realize you are full of fire. You just realize you're so charged. Sometimes I'm walking around, I'm telling you, walking around, I'm just feeling, I see somebody poured, poured lava, most lava on me. It's like a garment of fire on me. I'm telling you, that's how I feel a lot. I just, I just feel like that. It's, it's actually what we call the power of God, the anointing, whatever you want to call it. It's just on you. Do you understand? Prayer is one thing that charges that thing. Just it makes power available. Just feel power. I'm telling you, 
is how it should be. As a believer, you should have there's a consciousness you carry, there's the activities of prayer you carry that you are always close. <laughs> yes, I was stay in Jerusalem to your clothed with power from on high. Yeah, sometimes you feel it like that. You actually feel clothed. You feel clothed. I'm telling you. And you just begin to see your words come to pass. When you generate power, generate power, generate, there's always this atmosphere of power hanging around you. You get to start, start happening that people just say, ah, I don't know what's up with you. I don't, I don't I just feel feel one kind of what's happening. I'm telling you. When I was working back in, you know, back in, in school, back in those days, my office like this said. People walk into my office and walk out. One guy back in school walked into my room and he walked in my room and he just ran out. <laughs> See, he, said, he just, he just, Oof, and walk, walk out. Why? Because the power of God was waiting. The presence of God was strong. Power hit him. One of my friends, pastor friends, and all that. I pastor also, my pastor also. One day, one guy walked into his room like this. The power of God hit him. Bay! The guy fell under the bed. Tell him, unction. It's true. You generate power. You're always praying. You're always praying. You're generating power. Power. You create an atmosphere around yourself. You create an environment of God's presence around yourself. An atmosphere. You can't be like that and be oppressed. You can't be like that. And, see, a fly cannot perch on a hot stove. You can't be like that and, and Satan is messing you up. You can't be like that and you're losing out. You can't be like that and your words don't carry weight. You speak words. You understand? Of course, Praying normally would do it, would do the job, but imagine if you cultivate a lifestyle of prayer. I'm always praying. Imagine what will happen to you. Imagine what happened to people around you. As in, you'll be like, it will be as if you smoke weed. I'm telling you, it'll be like you're on steroids. There will be something, ah, I'm telling you. Why don't you take the challenge? See, 30-day challenge. I'm challenging you. 30-day challenge that, and if you follow, um, we are yen, right? We are yen. At we are in, that's my ministry, uh, the ministry that God has given over to that young Christian nation. But on Instagram is at we are in. If you follow it every day, they're going to be posting um, a 30 that's this 30 day challenge on prayer. They're going to be posting every single day, they're going to be posting on it every single day, posting on it and everything to encourage you and all that stuff and some other things. So, definitely, you want to go check that out. It will be up probably later today, but just, just go ahead and do this. 30 day challenge praying in the spirit and I want to hear what God is doing with you I'm telling you you will begin to see results the leading of the spirit become much clearer in your life see for many believers this is going to be the bridge you, you will cross or cross over from, from being a carnal Christian to being one that is serious with God do you understand and as I do I believe God will instruct more people in fact as I'm hearing my other people some of you that as I'm talking to you there's a leading to also fast to add fasting to what I'm saying to add fasting to it yes so let it be a 30 day session of prayer and fasting where you are praying through the day and then you can decide to fast some people can be some people can do 12 you get but if you want to get more serious do at least 3, 3 p.m 6 p.m so you can do the whole day you get then the next day it's maybe one day skip one day like that but whichever condition are doing you get just know that it will change your life it will change your life god wants to use you in your generation he wants to work with you he wants to work with you. Build a consciousness around God's word. Build a consciousness around prayer. Let prayer become a lifestyle. Let it not be limited to one block of time. No, it is not. Look at this. Your prayer life is not measured in minutes. Prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is a constant two-way communication with God. Are you seeing that? Prayer is an essential. Okay? 
So with those words of mine, I hope I put the fire in your belly. Let me just pray for you. In the name of Jesus, I speak for everybody that's listening to me, hearing my voice. Right now, I just speak. I command that, that, that the passion for prayer would become strong in you. That the fervency that, that comes in the place of prayer will rest on you. That there will be a very strong, strong burden for prayer. In the name of Jesus, I, I see the Lord saying that there are lots of people, as you go through this season of prayer, this 30 days of prayer, that God is going to be birthing things in, in you. He's going to be, there are many things in your life that He wanted to do through you, but because there is nothing like prayer in your life, you, He can't, because prayer is giving God permission to move. There are many things that are going to be birthed through you. God is going to open your soul. You are going to know what God has called you to do. There's so much that's going to happen. There are lots of breakthroughs that are going to happen even for your families as you take this 30 days of prayer and fasting. There's, I see a lot of breakthroughs happening for a lot of people's families. A lot of money that's been tied up here and there, and things that have been happening. It, it's going, there's going to be so much release, so much release. Finances that have been tied up are released. And I'm even speaking, even for those who don't, I speak generally that money that has been tied up anywhere, maybe your family, whatever, I speak that that money is released in the name of Jesus. Whatever has kept that money back, I command it to stop in the name of Jesus. And I command that money to be released to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, guys. I believe you've been blessed by that. Share this with somebody. Don't keep this to yourself. Share it with someone. Let someone else build a lifestyle of prayer. You'll be helping people. And as I said before, eternity will be grateful to you. You'll be adding to your rewards. All right? God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.essien, pst.essien, see you there.